Welcome to Divorce Diary Show. This is Michelle Trina. I have been missing in action from my podcast, but not missing in action from Divorce Diaries, what I like to call the divorced entertainment brand. I have not been having a chance to dedicate as much time as I want to to the podcast which is just another extension of the Divorce Diaries brand. I'm doing a lot of video content, social media content, as well as doing these virtual edition Divorce Diaries, which are a blast. But I just wanted to come on right now because it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm eating Nutella and honey wheat pretzels, and I need to confess that I have backed up episodes. I have still not uploaded to Divorce Diary Show podcast where I have guests, and we have one some of my exes join us. And um, I am going to work on that over the holiday break when my daughter is off from school. And hopefully that will give me some more time to upload them and edit. But I wanted to come on and talk to my audience, which according to Anchor, I'm chewing into the microphone too. I don't know how many people I have on here. Actually, I have to look on the on the Let's see what my audience size is right now on my podcast. I just wanted to say, oh, I have 11 plays. Okay, the trailer. Okay, I have an established audience of six people. So the six people that are listening, I appreciate you very much. And I'm going to start by doing some new material today. In the morning, I am trying to get my coffee and right. It's like trying to win the lottery. Do you agree if you're a parent? I just got Nutella on my laptop. <laughs> I feel like if my show had like these celebrity headlines like they do on Twitter or on Instagram that grab your attention, don't you think people would be more interested? Like if one of the celebrity headlines today on the E! News was like Lisa Rinna demands Amelia and Scott Disick split. I feel like the equivalent in my life would be like mom demands ex-husband gets full custody in pandemic. I did eight years. You do eight months in a plague. I like that one, right? There was another one that said, Erica Jean, no spousal support. <laughs> Michelle Trina, no spouse, five years divorced. I don't know if that's equivalent, but here's another, here's another headline, divorce, sorry, headline, pandemic parenting soars new lows when virtual school sets up holiday challenge. No, I did that wrong. Pandemic parent, pandemic parent, Pandemic parenting reaches all new high with wine IVs available at CVS for all parents who are homeschooling. And another celebrity headline, Divorce Diary style, COVID vaccine. Parents are the first to willingly want to test themselves regardless of the side effects. Being Being forced to homeschool for 10 months has destroyed their spirits and will to brush their teeth. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. I like that one. Um, all right. Well, on hot topics today, what does your family do that's irrational, abnormal, but that sets them apart? Mine? Well, there's a bunch of mine do, but uh, we freak out about snowstorms. As in, like, freak out to the point where every snowstorm growing up as a child was like a COVID-20, COVID-19. So (laughs) it's a COVID-20. That's what it felt like. Like we would, my dad would buy bags of salt. My grandfather would buy shovels. Like we were, and we had the biggest driveway in the block and we didn't have a snowblower because my grandfather thought, my grandfather's parents lived above us and they owned our house. And they thought like it was evil. Like the snowblower was like the evil eye. Like 
don't give me a snowblower because it's going to chop off my fingers or something. So let's manually labor our 10, 8, or 10 and 5-year-olds to shovel the backyard and the front yard. And it was like an all-day thing. Every every kid was like slay, sledding. We were shoveling our driveway. Um, and I was like happy at that point to still be a, like an old-school Italian stereotype. The women don't have to shovel, though, but she can brush off the stairs. <laughs> And then I got older. I wanted to drive during when we got snow days. I'm like, I want to go see my friends. So I would just start digging a tunnel at 6 a.m. Like, I'm getting out of here. Even when I moved back home and I got divorced, my parents still were freaking out about snowstorm. You can't drive in a snowstorm. I have to go to work. And there's no school. The schools did not close the school. They would freak out. You can't go. I don't get it. And my parents both live through some heavy stuff, but snow? Oh, my God. What are we going to do if you get in a car accident, huh? Then what? I don't have this money, Michelle. I didn't tell God to put snow on the earth. That Thanks, Mom. That's the irrational, one of the many irrational things. All right, so this is going to be maybe a new area. Irrational theories of my family. Single mom out there, what do you want for Christmas? I know what I want. Sleep. My ex-husband is so lazy that the elf on a shelf does more movement than this mother effer. I mean, he's come up with every excuse lately to not pitch a helping hand when it's not his four days out of the month to make sure that his child is safe and secure. Um, and even then it's questionable what he does. Uh, no, super sort of kidding. Um, well, let's go to hot topics. Here we go. I'm a big Gary Vaynerchuk fan, as everybody knows. And I'm opening up my Twitter right now. And one of the very Gary Vaynerchuk quotes is, please take a step back and think about how awesome it actually is. And then recognize that you can attack the world in a totally different way because you were lucky enough to be born in this era. So true. I love Gary Vaynerchuk, and I love that there's a specific Twitter account just dedicated to his quotes. Love it. Um, Ashanti says she has tested positive for COVID-19 just hours before a Veru's battle with Keisha Cole. Mm. I was watching this video. I felt bad for her. She was like, I'm ready to go and perform. Like, zoom me up. I thought that was real. I don't know if they did it, though. Um, I haven't checked in. Oh, she wrote... Hey, y'all, I can't believe I'm saying this, but she said, I'm okay and not in any pain. I'm 100,000%. Oh, I'm 1,000% down to do the Veru's from my house. We're trying to figure it all out. That's, that's a go-getter right there. Thank you, Ashanti. I love it. Um, The 1,000% the thing, I love when people say I'm 1,000%. I've said that too. Like, like when everyone was like, were you sure you wanted a divorce? I was like, 1,000%. I was sure. Just like, I'm 1,000% sure that this Nutella is everything in my life right now. Um, let's do some new hot topics here. Oh, I think they they postponed it though. I don't think she did it on her in her house. Um, watch what happens live. I'm trying to get on there to post for divorce diaries, but it hasn't happened. Um, I'm a big fan of the Real Housewives, and I do a Real Housewives of the north pole and i'm dying for it to be showed on watch what happens live 
it's kitschy. Um, I let's see trending. Okay, trending new snack honey wheat. If I had a restaurant, I would serve Cafe Bastella, Nutella and honey wheat pretzels, and big orders of wings, extra crispy, honey barbecued. That's what would be served in my restaurant. Plus beer and wine, of course. Um, so I'm trying, okay. I don't want to look at my daughter's report card and that's come in. I'm lowering my voice now. Um, I don't know why kids have report cards this year. What the hell? What you trying to make us feel worse about ourselves by giving a report card? How about I give you a report card? School. Not even the teachers. I want to give the school district a report card from the parents. I know they have ratings online and stuff. Like, I legit want to send a report card to the school district and say, this is what I give you. And I also would like to announce that the fact that I was rejected to get free to get free or reduced lunch, I want to send you a rejection. I don't want your lunch. How about that? I'm going to throw it back in your face. I don't want your pathetic tater tots okay i buy frozen tater tots that are real not these like good for you tater tots that are now served in cafeterias um (laughs) okay so new stand up the guy that i thought got away uh so the guy i thought that got away didn't actually get away because he was never there In order for someone to get away, they actually have to be in the same room as you. Most men I date are physically in the room with me, but mentally they are across the street drinking at the bar with their buddies and smoking cigars at some boxing match. So this new bit comes from a a reconnection with a friend from high school. And I started to like, he's so I always go off of the relationship I have with men based on like who starts it. If you reach out to me first, then you like me. Regardless if you have a girlfriend, a wife, three wives, three girlfriends, a cat that you called your girlfriend, or, you know, regardless, I if you start a talk conversation with me or look at me, I'm going to think, well, he's into me. You don't have to tell me how delusional that sounds. I'm aware and I've accepted that. But that's how I look at it. Like he started a conversation with me because I was doing a show in his town and reconnected our friendship, I guess. I mean, we didn't really have a friendship friendship in high school, but we did like, we did marching band together and choir, I think. And he was a nice kid then. And he's a nice man now. And he looks like he turned into a nice man. Um, and of course he's Latin. So that added a bonus. I was like, is he Latin? Yeah, he is. Run. Okay. So I, but he did tell me in his first initial reach out was that he bought tickets to my show in the town that I was um, touring to and that he bought them for him and his girlfriend. That was like the first sentence. Like, oh, so maybe he doesn't like me because he established that right away. But the fact that you reached out and P.S. I used to take – before he reached out, I realized months after this that he's been watching my story and my show for like at least a year prior to that because I used to screenshot pictures of my Instagram story of who would look at it first because I used to want to think the guy that I was seeing was looking at it first and I always take a screenshot to remember that. Yep, I know. That's sick. But I used to do it. And I look back at those old screenshots 
And I saw his name right underneath. It would be like two people viewed your story, be the guy I was seeing, and then him. And I was like, oh, oh, he was following. He was looking at my story way back when. I didn't even know that was him. So I was like, maybe he does really like me. I don't know if you're following this weird, distorted maze, but this is this is distortion to its finest. And this is where I think he, this is where I'm gathered evidence that he kind of liked me. Again, I know that the word delusion is coming into your head, but hear me out. So, tells you buys tickets for him and his girlfriend. Okay, cool. I was just happy someone bought tickets because I was like, my tickets were low for that show. So, he doesn't show up. And when I find, message him, like, hey, how come you didn't come? He's like, oh, sorry, I had to do something else. It was like event for work or whatever. Okay. So when the pandemic happens, we I messaged him about something, I think with my podcast. Uh, P.S. I think he subscribes. So hopefully he's listening or not listening. I don't know. If he's listening, I want him to listen to this episode if he's going to message me and say, hey, I really do like you. If he's going to block me by listening to this message and figures out it's about him, then no, it's not about you. Um, then I don't want him to listen. Again, keep with me. Hang tight. I, I do go all over the place, but this story has an ending. Okay, so, or does it? So basically, throughout the pandemic, we talked a message, and then I think he came to one virtual show, and then I was like, oh, hey, oh, my God, you need to call me, because something happened during the virtual show, and he was in the virtual show, but then he was like, it's too late. I'll call you tomorrow, and I forgot about it, and he did message me the next day. Long story short, we talked throughout the pandemic. He comes home to where he grew up, where I live. We had like two lunches. We talked a lot that time he was home. But then he goes back home, his home, to his girlfriend. And at the time he was like, yeah, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. And there's definitely this chemistry between the two of us because I called him out on it. But nothing happened. Like a month later, I think he forgot my birthday and I like railed at him. And he's like, well, you're crazy. Calm down. But you're a good person. and You're my friend. And I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. But I fixed everything. And then deep down in my head, I was like, deep down in my heart, I was like, I should have never said anything. It's like, he thinks I'm crazy now. But I kind of was just mad. Like, all of a sudden now you fix shit? I thought you liked me. Anyway, here's what my point is. Is that the guy I thought that got away when I started to realize that we both had feelings for each other and maybe he was going to make, like, he was going to end up, his his relationship was ending with his girlfriend and we were going to be together. I thought he was going to turn out to be the guy that I thought got away. But he ended up just being uh, – he. I thought he was going to turn into this guy from high school that we end up together. And it would be like the guy that got away didn't get away. But it ended up being the guy I thought got away. He didn't get away. I don't know if you're following this. Anyway, so I was wrong. Um, again, I'm usually wrong about stuff like this. Um, so it is what it is. And I'm eating pretzels and Nutella now over it. <laughs> I still think about it though. All right, so Divorce Diary Show is going to be live virtual edition on New Year's Eve. That's going to be the next virtual edition. So I'm gearing up to have some surprise guests arrive. Santa, maybe. My cousin Candy is going to do some material and extra stuff that we might raffle off some divorce boxes. Um, That means you get to get get divorced in a box. I want to know what you want me to do more of in the show. I would love to answer some of your questions, so please feel free to email them at divorcediaryshow at gmail.com. If you have any negative feedback, you can leave it with my agent um, or my manager. 
And um, you can find that email in the link that's around the corner from your butthole. Okay. I love you. <laughs> um, no, that's not nice, right? All right. So keep on smiling and laughing after divorce. Find the humor in your day and keep pushing through with laughter. I'm so glad I came on here to upload an episode and I have to get on the episodes I have guests on and post those and edit so you guys can listen to some of the material I do with some guests. All right, guys. Have a happily divorced after day. Follow Divorce Diary Show on all platforms. For more information about Divorce Diary Show, go to divorcediaryshow.com to live your happily ever divorced after. You don't have to be divorced. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be single. You can be whoever you want to be because everybody at one point in their life has succeeded in the struggle. Can't wait for next time that you get to enjoy my divorce diary.